Well, if you brought your Bibles tonight, and I hope that you have, turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 6. I want to uh, share a few thoughts with you tonight that God has placed on my heart. Um, and so I want to begin tonight in the book of Jeremiah. Got a few other scriptures uh, maybe that we'll go to later, but I want to start tonight in the book of Jeremiah, in the sixth chapter of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah the prophet. The book of Jeremiah is one of those books that I'd like to, I'd like to do an in-depth study in a, in a Bible study one of these days. I don't know if we ever will or get there, but uh, anyways, uh, I'm not anxious to tackle it, but at the same time, I, I love to reap the fruit and the rewards of doing it. Jeremiah chapter 6, let's read, uh, let's read verse 16, and then we'll go to the Lord together in a word of prayer. Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16 says this, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We worship you. We praise your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for the good day and for the many blessings. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity you've given us to gather here tonight, to worship together, to lift our voices up to you in praise and song, for your word to go forward tonight. God, we thank you for the freedom that we have to be able to do this without fear of persecution. We thank you, Lord, for the breath that you've given us, the ability to be here tonight. It's all a gift and a blessing from you. And Lord, I know that there is several that would like to be here tonight and are physically unable to be here tonight. And I pray, Lord, that you would touch them right where they're at and bless them. But there's a whole bunch tonight, Lord, that has just gotten lazy, that could be here, should be here, should be here to worship you and to give you glory because you alone are doing. But they've just become too lazy, too self-absorbed, too much of an eye on the world, and would rather just do their thing their way. God, I pray tonight... <laughs> Don't bless them. Don't give them any peace. But God, convict them. Pour your spirit out, that old-time Holy Ghost conviction on them. And don't give them any peace until they would repent, until they would get their things straightened up and get where they need to be and where they know they ought to be. Lord, I pray tonight. Lord, I ask for your conviction on those that are disobedient to you. I pray that you would bless those who are obedient to you. I pray, Lord, that you'd move in our midst here tonight in a mighty way. God, that you would stir us. God, that you'd draw us near to you. God, that you'd lift us up. God, that you would encourage us. God, that you'd have your way and your will in our midst. God, that you would pour your spirit out. Lord, that we would feel your presence, your moving in a mighty way tonight. God, that you would do what only you can do here in our midst tonight, and we'll give you the glory for it. Lord, we love you tonight. We worship you. We praise your holy name. 
Lord, I feel all everyone who would venture out on a night tonight, like tonight, probably loves you, probably given their whole heart to you, probably serves you, probably they truly are a Christian with their name written in your book. But Lord, if there's any among us tonight that doesn't know you, any that are lost and undone, any that's just been playing, pretending, acting, God, I pray that tonight would be the night that you'd open their eyes before it's everlasting too late. God, I pray that you'd prick their hearts and, Lord, that they'd turn to you before it's everlasting too late. And, Lord, I pray tonight, God, that you would do what only you can do in this service. Help me to get out of the way. God, I, I don't even... I, I started to say that I... I think I know what needs to happen, but I, the truth is I don't have a clue. And the truth is probably what I think ain't right. So Lord, I'm just asking that you'd help me get out of the way. Let you be God of this service, that everything would go according to your way. Everything would please you, glorify you, lift you up. Lord, that's my heart's desire. That's our heart's desire, is to see the glory that you alone do be given to you that our voices be lifted to you in praise, that our worship be true. God, have your way and your will. We love you. We worship you. Lord, help me to preach your word in a way that pleases you and brings you glory. Pour your spirit out on us tonight. Lord, fill me full of your holy uh, unction, Lord God, your Holy Spirit, your holy unction. God, that you would just anoint me from on high that I might be your messenger and preach your word the way you want it preached tonight. And we'll give you the glory, all of it. Because we love you, we worship you, we praise your holy name. We ask it all in the precious and holy name of Jesus. Amen. I like the way Jeremiah puts it here. He's preaching to a backslidden, wayward uh, group. Right, he says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way. And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But the nation of Israel is in rebellion. And they, they responded, and they said, We won't do it. We will not walk therein. I think that the scripture is just as applicable to us and to our, to in our day. And it might be easy to say and look at our society and our culture, the nation that we live in, and apply it there, and it is true. But the truth is, is it's just as applicable to the church today as it is any other part of society. So the question that we need to be asking tonight is what are the old paths, right? He, that's what he tells us to seek. That's what he tells us to walk in is the old paths. So what are the old paths? Well, I, I could give you a real simple answer, right? The old paths, that's the paths that the saints of God before us walked in. Abel, Enoch, Abraham, Moses, David, Elijah, and so many more traveled down them old paths. These men believed God. And they accepted God's word as a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. The will of God is the old unerring, <coughs> excuse me, unerring path. It's the one that leads to peace, to joy, and to the presence of God. 
When I think about the old paths and I think of where we're at now, I think about the old paths. The old paths are when the, the women were the jewelry and the men acted like men and the children were made, made to mind. The old paths are when people loved the truth and hated a lie. The old paths are the ones that whenever the, the pastor was respected and followed and they ignored the world, they came to church to get in, not to get out. The old paths are when cursing was wicked, drinking was evil, divorce was unbelievable, the flag was honored in America, was beautiful, and God was welcomed. The old paths are when Christians read the Bible. They read the Bible in public and they prayed in school. The old paths are when laws were based on thus saith the word of God, on the Bible. The old paths are when homes read the Bible and churches taught the Bible. The old paths are when preachers were more interested in new converts than in minimizing sin and looking cool. The old paths are when, when churches wanted to reach every creature with the gospel more than they wanted new buildings and paved parking lots. The old paths are when God was worshipped, Christ was exalted, and the Holy Spirit was followed. The old paths are when the Bible was believed. Whenever sinners got saved, converts were converted, and the gospel was preached. Those were the days when Christians would go witnessing with tears. It's when Christians prayed more than they talked on the phone. It's when Christians spent more time with the Bible than with the TV. It's when Christians uh, would weep over lost souls. It's when they uh, also actually enjoyed uh, going to church, right? It's when Christians uh, would say amen to the truth uh, and the altars uh, were full. Uh, it was when Christians uh, would bring their family to church uh, instead of staying home with their families. Uh, it was when Christians actually give tithes uh, and offerings gladly. When Christians would seek the will of God in everything and stand against sin everywhere. That was the old past, if you ask me. Question maybe next that should be asked is why? Why should we walk in the old past? Why does the scripture tell us to seek them out and to ask for them and to walk in them? Well, in them, in the old past. That's where you'll find the blood of Christ to justify. In them, that's where you will find the word of God to satisfy the thirsting and hungry soul. In them, that's where you'll find the power of the Holy Ghost to, to sanctify the sinner. This verse of scripture that I've read to you is the Lord warning the people of God to return. To him. That's what it was. It was a final warning for them to return to him. They had forsaken God for their idols. And I believe this matches the times that we live in today. Right? We live in a time and, uh, that many of the old time uh, principles of God's word have been minimized. They've been watered down. They've been forsaken and forgotten. 
We see churches that are going down the new path just to get, just to, in order to put bigger numbers on the board. It's like they don't even care if people know that they need to be saved. I'm begging you tonight, church, let's get back to the old paths. You'll never actually lead someone to Jesus when you refuse to call sin exactly what it is. Sin. I actually had a conversation with a pastor of a church, and he was actually, he wasn't free will Baptist, he was general Baptist, not much difference there. And he said, we don't need to talk about sin, we don't need to point that out, because they already know it's sin. Oh, that's dangerous. You'll not get anybody saved that away. Makes you wonder if more concerned about looking cool, following the fads, getting big numbers on the board, being able to brag about how well the church is doing. Seems like more concerned about those things than about preaching the gospel and seeing souls saved. If you don't, I, I, I had a deacon in the first church I ever pastored. He always liked to point out, and he was very right, and I'm thankful he did, that if you don't get them lost, you'll never get them saved. They've got to know. They've got to realize. I'll tell you this much, that on the old path, salvation is only through the blood of Jesus. That's why Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. That is the blood of Jesus. It is not something to be ashamed of, but that is how we are made right with God. On the old path, the Bible is the final authority for the Christian's life, for the believer's life. That's why it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, uh, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Listen to me. The Bible is still the inspired book. The Bible is still the inerrant book, the inerrant word of God. The Bible is still the infallible word of God. It's still this infallible book. It still brings conviction. It still brings conversion. It still brings correction. It still brings cleansing. And it still brings comfort. On the old paths, Christians still love the church. And they still love to go to church. My goodness. You, you know, that was, a, that was one thing. That was one of the things that I noticed. There was such a change in me. I mean the day, the night that I got saved. Before I got saved, I think I've told you this before. Sunday was my least favorite day. It was my least, I always blamed it on, well, Sunday means Monday's rolling around, I got to go back to work or back to school when I was younger, so on and so forth. Once I got saved, I realized that wasn't what it is. Because I still had to go to work on Monday. But Sunday became my favorite day. See, the problem was I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. 
I remember in the weeks leading up to me getting saved, I had agreed with Jennifer that that was kind of the deal, the arrangement that we had made because I moved her up here where she didn't know anybody, that we would find a church and we would go there. And so that was just the thing. I was fulfilling my obligation. I was doing my one hour a week. And then the night that I got saved, it all changed. It all changed. All of a sudden, that's when it, Sunday became my favorite. That's when I couldn't wait. That's when I wished there was more of it, right? Not less of it. That's when I couldn't wait for more opportunities. That's when we, we sought out opportunities to go to revivals and to go to singings and go fellowship with other Christians, right? Everything had changed. And you know the craziest part? That change that God had made inside of me agreed with what the Word of God already said. Right? Hebrews 10.25 says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Church is not something to be the the gathering. The cor- look, we call it church, uh, but it is it is corporately coming together for edification, for the building up of the body of Christ, for corporate worship. It is something that God told us to do, and it, whatever you when it, once you get saved, it is a desire that He puts within you. You long for that fellowship. You long for that time of spiritual feeding. You long for that time of worship. That closeness with God that you can't get any other way. Not this side of heaven. On the old paths, not only is there the desire for Christians to get together and worship God, but also on the old paths you'll find that there is still a literal heaven to gain and a literal eternal burning place of torment called hell to shun so much in the world today right they've tried to minimize that they tried to sweep that away even some that would call themselves free will baptists have, have said that there that hell is not really like a place of eternal torment that it's just a moment of burning up that's a false doctrine that's what satan wants you to believe the truth is, is if, we could, if God would open the pits and let us look into the depths of it right now, we would still see that rich man who had been clothed in purple, reaching out, begging for just a few drops of water, begging that somebody would go to these brothers and warn them so they wouldn't end up in this same place. You know, on the old paths, they still value the human soul the imminent return of Jesus Christ, the holiness of God. And listen to me, without any of those three, you're not on the old path. If you miss any of those, the word of God is still settled in heaven. The path is still the same. There is no question about what way is the right way. And what God requires has not changed. Ask for the old paths and walk therein. That's what the scripture tells us to do. So let's look at this for just a second, right? I think there's three things it tells us to do here. First of all, we are told to stand, right? 
Therefore saith the Lord, stand ye. Ye is plural. You all. All of you all, right? Stand. It's about, let me say this. It's about time that God's people took a stand for God in his old paths. The old paths are the ones that the old saints of God stood in, right? David stood in the old paths whenever he stood against Goliath. Do you remember what he said that day? He said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. The three, them three Hebrew boys, right? They stood in the old paths when Nebuchadnezzar threatened to put them in the fiery furnace and then did throw them in the fiery furnace. But do you remember what they said? Is they stood for God there on the old paths before God put them in there. They said, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, uh, uh, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. It is time that God's people stood in the old paths and said, We will not serve thy gods. In these last days... We need to stand. We need to stand for the Bible, for the Word of God. We need to stand for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to stand for the blessed hope that awaits us. We need to stand for Jesus tonight, church. The second thing that it tells us to do here is we're told to ask for the old paths. Right? It says, Thus saith the Lord, uh, the Lord Stand ye in the ways, and and see and ask for the old paths. You know what? Our children need to be taught. They need to be taught to ask for the old paths. We, we for way too long, for a, a generation, maybe two generations, maybe three, I don't know, we've not done a very good job of doing that. We've not taught them to seek out the old paths. Uh, we, we have somehow either let them run loose or give them the idea that the new paths and the new ways are, are just as good as the old. Then they're not. That's not what God said. Uh, they're going, and they're going to suffer. They're going to suffer because of it. And they're going to sucker, suffer if they are not taught to ask for the old paths. We're living more and more every day, right? I see it more and more. We live in the very times that Amos spoke of whenever he prophesied in Amos uh, chapter 8 and verse 11 whenever he prophesied and said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will, st- that I will send a famine in the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Good old-fashioned Holy Ghost preaching. Amen? Uh, Thus saith the Word of God kind of preaching. Right? The kind that calls out sin for what it is. The kind that calls the devil a liar. Hallelujah? 
and then we're told. We're told to stand, we're told to ask for the old paths, and then we're told to walk in the old paths. Listen to me. There are two ways to walk, right? Two walks. There's the world's walk, by which the world walks with the devil. And there's the Christian's walk, by which we are able to walk with Jesus. The walk with the devil leads to hell and destruction. It is a wide way, a wide path. It is paved. It is as good a road as you'll find anywhere. I've heard it said before, it's paved with good intentions, and that's probably right. The Bible says that hell continually enlargeth itself, meaning there'll always be plenty of room for another lost person to die and go to hell. And that walk with the devil leads straight there. And the walk with Jesus, that's the narrow road, the straight and the narrow. And it leads to heaven and eternal life. Maybe I should stop right here and just ask you, which walk are you on? Are you walking with the Lord or are you walking with the devil? Which path are you on? One of the devil's new paths or one of God's old paths? Listen to me. God's path, the old path, is the only path that will bring true rest. For the soul. That's what Jeremiah 6 16 says. Right? For thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. He's telling them this is the formula, this is where you will find rest for your souls. But Jeremiah 6 16 plainly tells us, right? If I go on and read the rest of that. But they said, we will not walk therein. Many of God's people in that day said, nah, we're not going to do it. It plainly tells us that some decided that they would not walk in the Lord's path. And the results of their choice is the opposite of peace. It's torment. We're living in a day when many are refusing to walk in the old paths. No, I understand the old way is not the popular way. And I'll let you in on a secret, it never has been. And yes, it is being abandoned daily by people who have decided the new path, the new way, is better. I believe the Bible tells us that there will be a great falling away. I wonder if we're seeing that right now. We see them leaving the Bible, right? We see them leaving the old songs of faith. We see them leaving good old-fashioned Holy Ghost worship, right? Praising the Lord and preaching. No matter what, and let me tell you something, no matter what the world does, let us, the people of God, stand in the old way. So, Maybe the question is, what direction are you headed? Are you willing to stand are, are you willing to stand for God and stand in the old way, regardless of what the cost may be? As Jennifer comes for a
songs of invitation. I'm going to ask you tonight to stand. And I'm going to open the altar and I'm going to invite you to come tonight. There's a lot of things to be praying for. We've got, uh, we've got brothers and sisters who are sick and afflicted. We've got ones like Sister Hazel who's in the hospital and been in the hospital, in and out of the hospital for months now. We need to be praying for her. We've got many brothers and sisters who are just simply sin sick. We need to be praying for them. There's revivals going on this week. We've got our own coming up here shortly. We need to be in prayer. We've got churches, I don't even remember now how many churches, even in our own association, who are without pastors. We need to be praying for them. We've got more and more every day who's dropping out of the old path and the old ways, not willing to stand in them anymore, not willing to walk in them anymore. We need to be praying for them. Right? I, we like to talk about them, but do we like to pray for them? Would you come tonight? Whatever it is, would you come tonight? If you don't have your own reasons to be praying, surely I've given you a good one to be praying for. And if you still ain't got nothing, pray for me. I've got a battle to do with the devil this week. Would you come tonight? Whatever it is, don't miss this opportunity. Come, come. Would you pray with us tonight?